It's playoffs, and we're back. John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football Podcast. How do we get here? A lot. Okay, I really want to jump into the playoff talk, but really have to go over how Week 14 wrapped up because that was by far the best week of fantasy football that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. I've been playing fantasy football since uh, sophomore year of high school, maybe freshman year. Okay, so like over half my life ago. Never have I been that engaged in a fantasy football weekend where not only my like my game, but like games from around the league. Um, that's probably one of the best finishes that we've had um, in, in, the, in this league ever. And this beats, I think, what was it, year one, where uh, all six games mattered for either either position in the playoffs or 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 playoff berth. By far the be- the best weekend I've ever seen. Um, where do I want to start? All right, let's start with the games that 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 ultimately did matter. Uh, cups, right? Cups were out of it. Jags, Jags. I can't call you Watson because IBM has failed you for the past eighteen months. We got to switch up the sponsor. We got to switch up the sponsor next year. I want to see the ChatGPT Jags. All right, I want to see the AI Jags in some form. But Watson's dead. Watson's dead to the league. You were projected to, you had like a 90%, I may be exaggerating, but it was over 50. You were projected like Saturday, like first first half of the game, Sunday, it's like, yeah, this guy's going to win. This guy's, this guy's absolutely, like, yeah, you know, we, we had the, the, we had the four game losing streak, you know, I'm out of the playoffs, you know, let me play spoiler. Let me make sure that, that this degenerate across from me has no shot and yeah, uh, I I told I told I told Dan I was like, Dosey's a like a like a savant when it comes to this. I don't know what it is, bro. He 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 downs he kills a case. It's the process. He kills a case. He's not even blackout drunk. He's thirty beers in an hour, and he's like Bradley Cooper, limitless, just like processing. The, he wavered for Zeke, bro. Uh, uh, he wavered for Zeke. Wasn't that the Thursday game? Um, yikes. 26 points. Genius. Right? Of course, his 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 Rochambeau at quarterback still pays off. Josh Allen with 20. Um, you know, this roster would have been a lot better, I think, if he if I think I think I think Cups are a playoff team if they don't like put so much draft stock into guys who couldn't play in those first four weeks. I think that's, that's the difference between this team sitting on the sidelines and like we're seeing a seven and seven, you know, playoff team right now. Um, yeah. Jags were projected, uh, you know, but they got the worst game of Jalen hurts like all season. Like there's not much you can do there. Um, Jerome Ford, great waiver. I mean, it was a necessary waiver for you. Like the rest of your roster really didn't perform poorly. Um, you know, you actually had like a decent showing Kyle Pitts with his like what fourth double digit game all year. You know, I think, I think when you come back, I think when you reevaluate sponsors this year, you'll see that, you know, like some of the, you can't go Kyle Pitts back to back years. Like you got, you got burned. You knew you've seen Kyle Pitts. You've seen Kyle Pitts perform in this league, and you're like, yes, I trust. I trust he'll be able to get it done. And he did four times in 14 weeks for you, you know? It's rough. 
But again, I think this goes back to week zero for you. You know, I think this is John Saunders reminding you that like, hey, we there's a there's a hierarchy for fifteen months, fifteen weeks a year. There's a hierarchy for sixteen weeks. You know? This is a baby. You have a you have a you have a like a trimester and a half. Right? You you have to care for this this thing that's a living, breathing, malleable like creature that you created. And this is why I change team names every year. Okay? Because each iteration, right? And it's just like how 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 NFL teams have team photos, right? You were like the two thousand, you know, eight Bears. Like that was like its own iteration, its own team. The living, breathing part of you. This is the one thing that you interact with more over a sixteen week span than anything else. Unless you're some like 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 crazy fucking weirdo. You know, and you have, like, some sick addiction. You know what I mean? But, like, this, like, you know, you invest a lot. You brought a computer. The year you brought the computer, people were like, all right, all right. Like, I fuck with Bob now. Like, like this is a real adversary. You know? People in the league respect the shit out of you. But what you're putting out there, and I, I'm only, you know, there's, like, three there's like three pods in a row. I'm just, like, cooking, cooking IBM, bro. I can't call you that. I'm cooking Jags, bro. But it's because you're in my it's because you're in my division. You know, I'm, I'm going to just just wait until we get to get to the pens. It's because you're in my division and and you're playing my brother in law, bro. And you're making him like I got it. Now I got to hear this guy chirp about, oh, you know, like that he had a team. You know, we got to we got to bring this man down, like down to the ground. Like, no, just like kill this man's ego. He needs it. He needs to be torn down. And you couldn't do it. You gave this man three points. Did you even leave it on the bench, bro? That's crazy. Yeah, you did. That's nuts. A Russell Wilson start gets you the win. Holy shit. That's disgusting. And okay, okay, okay. This is I. Maybe it's like a Gen Xer thing. Okay. You wavered for OBJ. Okay. I, I don't get this. I don't get this with the Gen Xers. And it's, it's you and it's you and Mullets. Okay. I'm talking about the oldest people in the league. Okay. The geriatrics. Why do we waver for players? And it's a it's a fucking spectacular waver. It's it's you hit because because you 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 put in the time, you put in the investment, and you hit on the waiver, and then you keep that motherfucker on the bench. Why? Why? He had nineteen points. He outscored he outscored Kyle Pitts, all like every game, every game this year. Kyle Pitts got nowhere near nineteen points. Here we have OBJ. We got to stop wavering for people and not starting them. Why did you take them? This is a stash. What are you stash? What are you stashing a wide receiver for on a four-game losing streak? What are we doing? We got. You're better. You're better than this. You were a ten-win team last year. You were top of the league, bro. You were so scary, bro. Bro, like the 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 messages. Like we, you know, we have we have the the league group chats, nothing but praise, nothing but praise all last year. We'll see you next year, Chad GPT Jags. It's got to be AI. You got to do something topical. Maybe you go crypto. Maybe you're the Bitcoin Jags. You know, you start rolling money, fourteen and zero with the Bitcoin. You know, 
I gotta jump over the other game. Like what, what I just I just did ten minutes. I just did ten minutes on the Cubs 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 Jags. I love this league so much. Uh who else was in? Uh Poochie. There's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do. Possibles. Possibles needed that buy. I've never seen a team like with a chance to clinch a buy or like have the pressure of losing the buy. Let's be real. They were ahead of me, like like ahead of ghosts, right? I'm the host. It's completely separate from team owner Brandon. But it, like like possible felt the heat, right? Feels the heat of the ghosts, and and they drop a forty bomb. Oh, dude, forty burger on the bottoms, bro. I mean bottoms, bottoms, bottoms need a lot of help. Bottoms needed the cups to lose. Who didn't? They needed the 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 bucks to lose. Who didn't? And the pimps came within you know a win left on bench of making the playoffs. Like it was rough. So. You know, you wouldn't have had it, but yeah, I th- I think, uh, you know, especially like, remember Possibles goes into this week, Possibles goes into this week with a questionable Trevor Lawrence who he doesn't start. I'm, a- I'm actually, you know, and I'm not even going to cook you for that. There's no way like this, this dude had a high ankle sprain. Okay. Even the best running backs like don't come back like in a week. <laughs> Like, okay, for, there's no, I don't know, like, I know all, like, all of us watch football. There's no player you can remember who's had a high ankle sprain, came back and played and put up double, like, a regular, like, an acceptable fantasy score. Not once. And he had the Gardner Minshew. You know, I'm not going to lie, I looked at Gardner Minshew. I mean, I think everyone has at some point this year, but, like, you just can't pull the trigger because you're like, yeah, I'm just like, nah, it's getting about 12 points, 13 points a week. You know, A-Chain, A-Chain comes back um, and has been, you know, pretty average. Um, you know, Javante goes off, but Evan Ingram, man, I don't know where the hell, you know, you're getting your intel, but you should probably pass it along. You should probably pass it along to IBM, you know, give him a little lead there, but... Um, that was huge. Again, not that Poochie's team has, uh, like a lot of firepower. Like he got an average Dak, uh, you know, average running back, slightly above average running back scores with the, with the Barkley and Henry over 30. But like the rest of it, you know, you can't have a flex put up a zero in, in a game that you need to win. You know, you can't have your kicker be your third highest score, <laughs> you know, like that's, that's just not going to get it done. Um, big win for you. Big win for you, Thelm. Uh, fifth final four. Like, I want to, I want to see you get the monkey off your back. This is the best team that you fielded. 11 and three is a great season. That's, you know, one of the best seasons that we've had record wise. Cause you know, I've, I got to make sure you, you know, cause like point, I think, I think you're top five in points, but you've had a really soft schedule and You've had a lot of bad news over the past 10 days with the team that you have. Your buy, well-earned, was... I've never seen a team need a buy this much. And you have it. You need those 14 days to figure it out. And I and I get to... I get to... I, you know, I can I can chirp like this because, like, you're not playing this week. You know what I mean? But, yeah, you, you got to figure it out. Like... Like, don't have the story be you clinched five Final Fours. You've been in the Final Four 
five out of the eight years the league has been a thing, okay? Don't let the story be you you still haven't seen a championship berth. You can't walk away. You can't walk away next week and and not be one of the two finalists. Like that's a lot of pressure, right? For like a non number one seed. I think there's more pressure on you. I think there's more pressure on Thome to 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 get a win and and get into the championship than it is for for Keaton and, and the and the Lions dead. I think what the I think what the Lions have done has has been more than remarkable. We'll we'll sing their praises in a bit here, but uh, you know, in terms of what's at stake for your legacy in this league, you need to make the championship. You need to at least give yourself a shot, even if like 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 you make it, and then like the, your story. Even if you don't clinch, your story's gonna be like, yeah, your team had like just the worst possible. Like you get it, like limping into the championship was was like really admirable, you know. Really admirable. But don't let the story be. Don't let it be five Final Fours in 0 and 0-5 5 in championship berths. Because that's going to be hard to shake off next year, man. Because I don't think mullets have another down year. And this is, like, let's be real. I think I think mullets is trending towards blue chip. I don't expect mullets to have a year where they don't, unless unless we vote on something like realignment, which is talked about every people. Are, oh, if I had to play in years of vision, yeah. Unless we realign, I, I like mullets are minus one fifty to to take the division next year. Like if we're if we're pulling, you know, like yeah, you won this year, but you're plus money. You're plus money when it comes to the twenty twenty four South Shore champion. Right? Get it done this year. Pucci, great season. And and I say that because you always give us you always give us the comeback. You always give us the year where where you're garbage. But you're in it until the final the, the until the final down. And you're like, wow, you know, you're like our Rudy, but like more mentally retarded, you know? Like, like if Rudy was like more severe, but like had a, had like viable seasons in the league, we root for you. Like no one booed Rudy, right? No one's like, ah, you suck. I've I've never seen the movie, and I never will, because I hate Notre Dame. There's just something about that that institution I just absolutely loathe. And I, I love that I'm gonna upload this to the internet, so now people know can associate. Like owner, like Hammond, owner Brandon Hammond. Only time I full name to this, right? Hates Notre Dame. I just do, you know. So again, the thirty for thirty. Now we have haters for the thirty for thirty. Now, like people are watching it, and they'll be like, "Wow," because of course we're gonna edit this, and that'll be like, "I hate Notre Dame," just like thrown into one episode, and then just like a flurry of like ND tweets. Just disgusting school. Uh. Jumping over to the to the games that actually mattered, uh, it was it really came down to Volunteers Bucks, Pimps Ghosts. Bucks put up a one thirty six, and they were up big uh, 
like you know by like three o'clock Sunday, like it, it was it was pretty obvious that uh, like the Volunteers like again they had clinched right, but when Justin Herbert went went out, okay, it's like you know barring a miracle, um, like like he needed Taysom Hill to actually do something, and it's so crazy that like you're starting Taysom Hill as like a real start. I, I I'm not look. This is host. This is like host Hammond, right? This is not. I think the Taysom Hill start was intentional, right? I like. I think that I think the Taysom Hill start was absolutely intentional. Look at the bench. Look at the bench. I'm not trying to cause. I'm absolutely trying to cause a controversy right now at the balls. But look at this, and I, and I think look, people think I'm crazy, and I know I say this every week. John Saunders is watching. John Saunders knows. <laughs> John Saunders knows that you could have started DK Metcalf, and it wouldn't have mattered, right? There's no like, there's no win left on bench situation here. But you did not throw out your best. You did not throw out your best. Your best lineup here. And you know, I'm like, you know, we'll touch on it next week. Right, we'll touch on it. We'll touch on it when this week's games wrap up, and and you have to, you know, you have to speak on what got you here. Again, it's not going to matter, or didn't matter in, in in this case because the Bucks, the the Bucks, the Bucks knew what they had to do to to get it done and actually put out, uh, you know, one of the, one of the best. One of their best weeks. I think this is their best week since uh, they dropped a 160 on the Ghosts. So, uh, well-deserved right here. They needed a win to stay alive. Uh, and it came down to Pimp's Ghosts on a Monday night. Um, you know, actually, I, I'll back that up because there's actually a lot that went on in that game um, that helped influence this. So, uh, Bucks had this wrapped up on Sunday and just had to watch, right? Like, that has to be the most nerve-wracking part of it. Like, they did their job, and now it's in the hands of, you know, one of your non-divisional league rivals, right? And that game was nuts. Uh, jumping over, Pem's Ghosts, a one-point win by the Ghosts. And I had written I had written this game off, like, Sunday at noon. I was like, uh, we were going back and forth with touchdowns. You know, Jake Browning with, like, a, a really big day. Uh, I think he had three touchdowns, uh, uh, but it, it came down to a, a couple plays, right? Uh, Josh Jacobs goes out real early, the whole knee situation, uh, and by that time, Brees Hall had 26 points on uh, on the ghost bench. Lamar had uh, a day where he just kept scoring. Uh, they just kept running up the uh, r- running up uh, Austin Eckler. Puts up uh, one of the best days that he's had all year, along with Joe Mixon, a 40-point. If, if you told me that the Pimps were going to get 40 points out of their running backs um, and 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 their kicker was going to score over 20, it's a W. It's a win. And it, I felt I, – Brian, I cannot stress to you how much I felt. Again, like 3 o'clock on Sunday, I was like, okay, this is like 9 and 5. I've never had a double-digit win team. This is this is this will be my fourth nine-win team, and I had a great season. Because at this point, 
with the Vols going down, there was no there's no movement in in the in the the three four seed. I had the three seed. Possibles had it wrapped up, and I'm just looking. I'm just looking to coast. I'm looking to just get this week over with, take the loss, just brush a loss off, okay, you know, and and just focus on round one. We're watching the we're we're watching the the end of the Ravens game, and you know I'm just I'm looking at it, and I'm like, they're they're at a like a minus two or something, just taking points away. I need something crazy, and they get a defensive touchdown. I text, I text, I text uh, 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 Brian and my brother. LOL. Like, come on, come on, because because this whole game we're just like we're getting random TDs, right? To just like even up the projecteds all all Sunday. But really, it comes down to the the defensive touchdown in overtime for the Ravens. That was huge, points wise. Without that, if the Ravens just end, you know, the game, I, I'm playing, I'm playing Brian in the second week. I'm playing Brian in the second week, and he has his, you know, this is this is probably when I look at the the history of the league, this is probably one of the worst losses the other teams faced with a win and you're in, like playoff playoff scenario. I don't think we've had. A more devastating loss. Where. Okay. You have to think about it from Brian's point of view. Okay. Going into Monday night. And the two Monday night games. Not staggered. Alright. Roger. I know you listen to this. Horrible idea. Stop doing it. It's. It did make for fun fantasy football though. I will. I'll give you that. So if you're doing it for like the fantasy and like the betting crowd. Great. But it's also like is it like like for the like just like the fact I didn't want to have to switch over. So I'm watching I'm watching I'm like I'm focused on my running back, so I'm watching the, the Dolphins, right? And I'm not actually watching because you know I don't watch football, but so he's at like fifteen or so points. And you have to remember, I'm down eighteen going into I'm okay, so I'm down eighteen. Ghosts are down eighteen going into Monday. Pimps have the Green Bay defense, you know, against against Tommy Cutlets. And I have Raheem Mostert. And I was like, don't I have another? I have one more guy going, right? No, I just have Raheem Mostert. So, like, I have to, like, Raheem Mostert needs to, he just needs to outscore the Green Bay defense by 18. Which, like, isn't, and it wasn't favorable. <laughs> Mostert had... You know, single digits going into half and without the touchdown and then the back-to-back touchdown. I don't know. I'm looking at, I'm just looking, I'm like, you know, like cleaning up dinner. And I'm looking at the phone. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I get the alert. He scored. Okay, cool. He's at 15. You know, maybe I, like it's still alive. And then I got another alert not even five minutes later. And it's like he scored. I thought it was, I was like, okay, some... Some idiot, some idiot interns out here pushing buttons, and then he start he, he scores, starts racking up more. I'm just like, man, this is. So it goes down, it goes down to Raheem Mostert getting garbage time yards and like getting a few more points sprinkled on, and Tommy Cutlets getting just enough yards. 
and you know what? I like, Hey, so like maybe we vote, maybe this goes to vote. And I know Brian, this is a yay, right? Maybe we look at like defense and we take yards out of scoring, right? Because yards don't yards don't put up points in real life. Why are we taking points away? If we took yardage out, you're in. You're playing week one. It's a default stat for ESPN. And I think if we took yard like like taking points away because a team gave up yardage diminishes like accomplishments like goal line stands. Like okay, yeah, you gave up ninety yards, but they didn't score. But in fantasy, you lose a point. You know, if they cross over a threshold. So, um, and Mullins has always argued for this. You know, look, Mullins, very for, forward thinking in a lot of aspects of fantasy. And in the 1950s, when it comes to, like, drafting Jordan Addison and, like, not starting him. 29 in your bench. So, the, so the pack, the, like, by the time, like, the, the Packer game's wrapped... Brian's at 126, and I had crossed over to, like, 127. We were tied, like, very briefly, and I had the tiebreaker on bench, but he saw, he saw, it was, it was a 99 projected for him going into Monday, and with, like, two minutes left in the Dolphin game, his season was over. And he was up, like, 10 points, 12 points. At, like, the half mark of, like, both games. So, like, still trending. You know, this is before the, the Mostert touchdowns and, like, before Tommy Cutlets, like, started really, like, driving driving on him, you know. It's rough, man. I, you know, I, I hope the, I mean, I'm not even going to talk about your win left on bench because I would probably start Dalton Kincaid over Njoku. No one's looking at Njoku. And, and thinking that that anything's gonna was a Joe Flacco start. No one's thinking Joe Flacco is getting it done, putting up points, dude. Come on, but he did. You know, he's like thirty eight. Like, think about that. He's as old as some of the members of our league, <laughs> and we're like, like he's a professional quarterback, almost forty. You have to you have to give Brian credit. He rose from the dead. Week ten, we thought he was done. We got on and we were like even you know, and I think that's I think that's where like the spiral started for the balls. The balls told Brian on the mic. Like yeah. Dead. I think he had like single digit single digit chance of making the playoffs. And came within two points. Two points. I think this is also a case for implementing decimals. You know, when uh, when we look to next year, I think I think we I think we go like the rest of the world, and we adapt we adapt the the decimal the decimal point. So each yard is a decimal point one. Good season. I did say I was going to cook you, but like you actually showed up for the north. Uh, where other members of the North didn't, you know, you put up a good fight. Uh, and that again was one of the most exciting finishes that we've ever seen. Uh, but you're with the league dregs now where you belong. We'll see you next year. Uh, jumping over to 
the actual playoff rounds. Um, uh, so all day, just doing doing family stuff with the Santa, all that garbage. Uh, so really haven't had time to dig in. Uh, had some flashes last night. Uh, you know, had to had to chirp mullets a bit. Definitely chirp my brother. Yeah, he's projected, but I said to mullets, Gibbs is the deciding factor. Like it doesn't even come close. If Gibbs has, like, I think I think this is what like Vols are projected. You know, they're they're minus three right now for the win, right? I think that holds. You know, I think Gibbs was, you know, when you look at when you look at the roster that the Vols have, I, I think a lot of, you know, people focus a lot on Christian McCaffrey. But, like, that's expected. He's supposed to. You know, when we're looking at, you know, this matchup, dude, ESPN with this ad, just thank you. When we're looking at this matchup, I think Mullins had a decent showing. But, you know, when I was chirping my brother, he made a good point. He had, like, a, outside of Adams, this is, like, you know, 11-point average per player. Again, not bad, but, like, the baseline for, like, the average win in this league, right? He gets 24 out of Gibbs. You know, I think if, I think, I think Will Levis, Will Levis is now the, like, the focal point, right? There's no way he leaves in Taysom Hill, right? (laughs) There's no way he leaves in Taysom Hill. Right? Right? Like, you got to put in Dante Foreman. If he leaves in Taysom Hill, honestly, honestly, I don't think... I think I should actually release this, like, like at noon. Right? <laughs> the moment I see it locked in. There's no way you're leaving in Taysom Hill as, like, a legitimate start in the playoffs, right? This is live reaction. And I'm looking at you wavered the Bears, you fuck. Because, of course, I looked. Great fucking pickup. I fucking hate you for that. Especially playing Joe Flacco this week. But you're not starting him. We just talked about the geriatrics in the league. We just talked about people literally, literally being wheeled around with dementia. Not starting. Like, like they forget. They, they, they pick these players up. They perform spectacularly. Barely got that word out. And... And then they sit on the bench, and they're like, oh, why are they going to win? Uh, finish the thought. Finish the thought. You thought through the process, and then you abandon it at the... It, why, why are you wavering? Why are you... Spe- especially when there's a dollar amount. There's a dollar amount tied to every transaction now, right? You, you're, you paid what? You paid 50 cents to see the Bears on your bench? The Bears are playing a 40-year-old quarterback... Who's been who's been around once, one game in the past three years? Okay, are you joking? If bro, I get it, I get it. The the Dolphins are playing the Jets. The Dolphins are playing the Jets. The Dolphins played Will Levis last week, and Will Levis is garbage. Okay, you're making the wrong move. Holy shit, you're making the wrong move. I don't say this again. This is this is the host talking. But if if this is the roster, if if we come back next week and it's and the Bears outscore the Bears defense outscores the Dolphins, and for any reason you leave in Taysom Hill, 
I get it. I get it. I get it. There's no one in the tight end spot. I was looking at that wrong. I thought I thought Taysom Hill was in the flex. It's hard to find a tight end right now. But you you gotta you have to put in Logan Thomas. You have you can't put in Taysom Hill. Ugh, Taysom Hill's gonna go off for like thirty days, like have three rushing touchdowns, and I'm gonna look like an absolute idiot. Uh it's it's close. You know, I think I think where Mullets is at a disadvantage is having half his roster go so early. And none of them are starting a Monday night, so this oh no, Jason Myers. Ha ha ha. Nice. I like it. Um it's not the best to have I mean, like, look, my philosophy is if you have a Monday nighter, it doesn't matter who that player is, start him. That player is going to be the difference between you and whatever gap you need to close on that Monday, and you're going to walk home with a W. And I think Jason Myers, I mean, look, if you if if the Vols are down nine points, if the Vols are down nine points, I see a lot of Jason Myers. I The, the Seahawks are going to move the ball. We've seen Geno Smith work all year. Right, we've seen them move against defenses that they weren't supposed to move against. They're gonna move that ball, and then yeah, Philly's probably gonna keep them out of the end zone, and that and that that just means Jason Myers is kicking three and four point field goals, right? Maybe a five pointer in there. I think Jason Myers has like seventeen or seventeen to twenty points. I think Jason Myers, where where I told Mullets Jameer Gibbs was the difference. I think that shifts. To Jason Myers with the Monday night. I think Will Levis, I don't think Will Levis is going to have like the game that Dan thinks he's going to have. You have to think uh, Houston's not going to have a functional offense. So they're going to be running the ball with Derrick Henry way more than they're going to be throwing the ball to Will Levis. So um, Will Levis will have like nine points. It'll be serviceable. You really need, and, and I think this is, this is where Mullets, this is the path to victory for Mullets. The Brock Purdy start. The defensive start against one of the key specialists on the other side of the ball, right? If Brock Purdy is hitting Debo and Kittle all game, right? I mean, because Arizona has scored. I'm not saying that they're going to score against San Francisco. And San Francisco may be up so big. They're such a hard offense to read because, like, each week Shanahan has, like, a like a different game plan for a different – like, yeah, Kittle will have a week where he is 20, and then the next week he is 3. It's like, ah, it just wasn't a Kittle week. But, like, you're hoping for, like, you're hoping for a Kittle week. You're hoping for a Debo week. And and by Debo week, where Debo's getting that, that, that end around, and he's running the ball into the end zone and not Christian McCaffrey. I think if Debo and Kittle can snipe three of the four San Francisco touchdowns away from, uh, Away from uh, 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 McCaffrey, that's that's Mullet's eking into the final four, right? I don't think my I don't think my brother thought through his lineup. I don't think my I mean, and again, that's not to say that he didn't tweak or didn't spend some time. I don't think what you're throwing out right here is like a, a serious try for. I mean, you got really lucky that Mullet's didn't trust trust Jordan Addison. You got really lucky that Mullets was like, yeah, I got to start Jamar Chase and I got to start Mike Evans because, you know, he 
He flexed Devontae Adams, and you broke your own rule. I'm pretty sure you broke your own rule. You've said, in like in this situation, Mullets, right, for management, Adams should be in one of the wide receiver spots. He, you fucked yourself by putting him in the flex. He should be in one of the wide receiver spots because he started on a Thursday. Mike Evans should be in that flex, and you would have had, you would have had early on yesterday, like, mm, maybe I want to start Jordan Addison, right? Nasty. You would have coasted into the final four. You broke your own rule, and now you're in jeopardy. Look at that. Wild. Jumping over to uh, Bucks Ghost. I pull for you every single week, AB. You are such. You are the league's lovable loser, and we say that as a compliment, right? You know, you're the Cubs pre 2016. You know, like you've made it, you've made it to a championship. You didn't win. Uh, and it's really been a long time since you've held any sort of real hardware. And you made it here. Like all of us were like, whoa, look at the Bucks!" And uh, just a rough start. You know, I think Najee had three points in the first half of this game and then, you know, fumbles. And Mike Tomlin hates him so much, he's stuck with one point. And, you know, Evan McPherson, great kicker start. I mean, you're going to take nine points out of your kicker every day of the week. Uh, I think I'm most afraid of Justin Fields later today. Just doing shifty, you know, what are, what are the what's a, what's a good word I can use for him? Because he's not a gym rat. Justin Fields, absolutely not a gym rat. Just a, a real... Dynamic player. <laughs> you know, he's uh, really, really versatile at quarterback. Um, not a pocket passer. You know, we see that with like a Trevor Lawrence or Brock Purdy. Uh, but not really with Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields. Yikes. I can't wait for this to leak and be like, who is this guy with no followers saying mildly racially implied statements? It's because it's true. It's funny because, like, they'll pick this out and it'll be like, bro, three episodes ago I said Lamar Jackson was a pocket passer and, like, a horrible fantasy quarterback. People people draft Lamar Jackson because they're like, oh, black quarterback, I'm going to get the running yards. And then they don't, and they're like, what's going on? Why isn't he doing the thing I expected him to do? Because he's a pocket passer. Most scared of Justin Fields and Debo. You know, when I said, like, where, where Mullet said... Ramallis will benefit from um, a Debo Kittle game. I don't. <laughs> I I don't benefit from the Debo side of that. Um, you know, I think this is a nice wash, though. Uh, you know, I also I also very much appreciate the guy. I, I appreciate Josh Jacobs getting injured, so I just like I knew I couldn't start him. So it like helps with the lineup construction, but. You know, Rashi Rice has been kind of scary, too. You know, Casey hasn't played up to their standards. So, like, you know, especially playing like a like a New England team, I could see Rashi going off for two touchdowns and, and, and Kelsey. So, like, my hope is my, – my hope, because this wasn't this, – this actually killed me in our first matchup, you know. I can't have Rashi Rice and Kelsey just cook me this week. I can't, you know. And luckily, it's luckily they travel to New England. So, like, hopefully, I I hope it's negative eighty in 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 the Boston area right now. It's not, you know, but 
I think overall, I mean, I've said this, I and like I have the receipts. We're we're the adversary, you know. I I regardless who I would be playing week one. You got here, so I have to respect you, uh, and I and I have to I have to assume that on any given day, you know, even with what what we both threw out on a Saturday, any given day, the ghost can go down. You proved it. You proved it ten weeks ago. You know, or you wiped your nuts all over my face, bro. I had no, like, no shot. You know, you know. But good luck out there. I think this is a great game. You know, I want to dive into the two buys. Uh, uh, <laughs> overall, Keaton. Keaton. The Lions then. 12 and 2 seasons, only been done. Two other times, but two other times is held by one franchise, okay? You and the Pimps are the only teams to ever go 12-2 and in this league. Again, I thought your schedule was pretty soft, but holy shit, did you put together a goddamn juggernaut. You're projected at a 150 on a bye. Holy shit, I don't want to play you. I No team wants to play you. No, if, okay, <laughs> hey. The, the the Lions don't have Keenan Allen. And you're like, okay, cool. I definitely have I definitely have a shot at getting a W, right? No. <laughs> Sam Porter with damn near 30. You got 70 points out of out of three Lions. That's so nuts. Oh my god. You know, there's something to be said. I, there's something to be said. And, and look, at this point, I think I think I think we're all plus money except except Keaton. You know, at this point, I think he's. You're hoping that the Lions don't like if the Lions perform this well. I think Keaton makes a case for considering drafting an entire offense as a fan as a viable fantasy strategy. It's worked for him. It's worked for him. Three whole months worth of winning. Really impressive season. Uh, and and Bijan and DJ Moore still haven't played. <laughs> they still haven't played. And I don't know that you're starting a kicker. Your kicker spot's empty. So you're going to put up a 150 for look at you and making a case for the non the existence for killing kickers is it I'm pro kicker I think I'm not I'm not I'm not an anti-team kicker or whatever how how you want to phrase that. But you're making a goddamn case for like you put together one of the best rosters that we've seen in a very long time in this league. <laughs> like a very uh, like I, I'm jumping over the standings. Like you know, points fo- forced. You're you're second and you're second in scoring. Look at that. I I I didn't even, I have to go over. <laughs> I have to go over the the end of the year because uh, your. Uh, your ghost finishes the team's the the league's highest scoring team. Uh, we'll get there in a sec. Um, but yeah, you're the second highest scoring team. Uh, but you had the easiest schedule through twelve, and that's I think that's what makes you most vulnerable. You know, if if you don't get it done, it's like okay, this makes sense. Like the math checks out. You just had a really easy schedule, and you put together a juggernaut. You just haven't faced as much diversity. You know. 
What a year by you, man. Swept the division. Second in scoring. Uh, and the number one overall seed. And in your bye, you're not even fielding an entire team, and you're going to hit, you're going to score over 130. Easy. Be more like Keaton, the rest of you, including myself. You know, there is definitely room for improvement. But that's as close to perfection as you're going to see in fantasy football with a guy who we thought was, was, had some severe, some severe trouble. On draft day. Like if you're not going to be at the draft. This is how. This is the team you need to put together. Just draft an offense. Just draft an offense. And it'll, you'll get it done. You'll get it done. Possibles. Possibles on the bye. Again. You definitely needed this. You. Your team is not only banged up. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill going into next week. Questionable. And maybe you get Trevor Lawrence back. Right. But you needed this buy, and this buy, this buy definitely did you. Look at that. I love, I love, I love how, I love how my, that's the diabetes notification. I love how the diabetes is just interrupting. Just like, perfectly clean show. Halted by diabetes. Isn't that amazing? Where are you going next week, Possibles? Thome, what's the, what's the plan? What what is the plan to just to make sure that you have you have enough? Don't let the story be five final fours and you've never crossed you've never crossed over. I'm pulling for you, man. I really am. This is gonna be a big Sunday. Um you know, between between the Vols and the Mullets and, and Ghosts and Bucks. I think we have some really good matchups here. Um, just going over to uh, our uh, our uh, our playoff bracket. If if you don't if you don't check, because I know half the league checks out when <laughs> when you're out of it, and I don't blame you. Uh, what's the point in playing? You know, uh, which is also a great reminder. If you're not in the playoffs, and that means as you get eliminated every round. Don't waver. There's no reason to waver. Stop wavering. Your team's done. You're dead in the water. We'll see you next year. Thanks for donating. Uh, we have the Lions in the number one seed, and he's going to play the winner of either the Mullets or Volunteers. Every year, this is brought up, and uh, well, I shouldn't say every year, but uh, Jags, future chat GPT Jags, uh, brought this up. We don't reseed, uh, and we should. We follow... The ESPN standard bracket, and it's wrong. So, like, if Mullets win, um, or I should say, if Bucks win, the Possibles are getting effectively the easier seed, right? Or like the better seed. When if the Bucks win, they should be going to go play in the Lions den. So, again, at some point, um, like we have the option to edit the bracket. So, I think at the end of the year, we should be voting on, um. Uh, uh, playoff reseeding, not reseeding, but uh, making sure that the highest seed plays the lowest seed in each round for that winner, right? Mainly in the final four. Um, but Mullets and Vols uh, are on track to the winner of that game plays uh, Lions Den next week in the final four, and the winner of Bucks Ghost plays the Possibles next week 
in the final four. Uh, really good matchups. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better a better storyline. You know, uh, I'll say I did I say this last week? I already typed in someone, but John Saunders writes a better script than the NFL ever could. Uh, I can't wait for the world to be exposed to the history that is the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League. Uh, we will go over um, end of season awards and uh, accomplishments, accolades uh, uh, around championship week. I think leading up to championship week. Uh, I will say uh, this is my first year winning the uh, transaction pot. Uh, so I will get all those calculations, uh, but it's like for most people, five to ten dollars a guy, except for Dan, which is twenty five bucks. So, thanks, Dan. I appreciate the lunch, or it'll probably let's let's be real. I'm not I'm not buying lunch. I'm gonna go buy an eighth for like some Christmas sale at a dispensary. You know, three point five like it like two infused joints for twenty five bucks. Thank you, I appreciate it. Uh, everyone else, great year. Uh, I know, I know it's hard when you're eliminated early or even eliminated, uh, uh, when it comes to the very last week, but we could not have this drama. We could not write these stories. We couldn't have what the John Saunders Memorial Fantasy Football League is without each and every one of you. So I thank you. Uh, I thank you all, even those who didn't get much mentioned, uh, mainly, mainly John and Turtle. Uh, when you have more than four wins total, we'll put you in the we'll put you on the podcast. But I want to see you both back. I want to see you, I want to see you actually compete. I want to see you. I want to see you at some point where all four of us can make the final four, and we know the championship is coming home somewhere. So you know, a fifty percent chance of going home to eighteen forty nine. I can't do it without you guys. Uh, this is uh, this is the most fun that I have in my 30s. So when we're all thrown into the gulags and the world goes to shit, um, just know that coming up on a decade, you guys made it happen. Signing off, your league commissioner and host of the John Saunders Memorial. Fancy Football Podcast.